Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Almost live from the trenches of New York City, here are your middle aged warriors, Chris Samino and Rick Summers. Boy, are we having, <laughs> we having fun yet? Yeah, are we really? having fun. Really? This is something else. Are you uh, having a good time? Well, let's see. This is election day one, two, three, four, right? This is the fourth day mm-hmm. of, of, of the presidential election. We don't have an answer completely yet. We're getting a clearer picture. But, Rick, that picture could be fuzzy even after we think we have a clear picture, right? I mean, you know. I think we need to start drinking heavily. I've already been doing that, and that's the problem. I have to tell you, in the last three nights, I think I gained about five pounds because all I do when I'm watching this stuff is eat and drink. And because it's the only thing that comfort me, because <laughs> the anxiety level uh, is is really incredible, and it's just it just this is like watching grass grow now, watching these results come in. Yeah. It really is. Though I have to tell you, I am glad we're taking the time and hopefully getting it right. I really do believe in our system, and I got to mm. tell you, I haven't for a long time. But uh, President Trump set the bar very low four months ago when he said. Oh, this campaign and this election is going to be rife with fraud and fraud, cheating. Fraud. Yeah, and yes. you know he basically <laughs> telegraphed back then what his game plan was now, and um, I do actually believe it or not have faith in the system mm-hmm. and that we're going to get to a legitimate answer. Um, but yeah, I, I think I, I think knowing that though is one of the reasons. Also, it is being done so uh, you know painstakingly slow. And the other thing, we're in a completely different scenario right now. And some somebody who I know posted something on Facebook earlier today. And I almost went back and I'm like, you know, I don't really want to disrupt relationships over this. But they posted something along the lines of, you know, how about, I know I know the answer to fixing this, you know, voting thing. How about you just have an ID and you go to a polling station and that's the only place you can vote. And I'm thinking, oh, how about we're in a pandemic to begin with? And that was that's the one of the big reasons that, you know, we have such a large mail-in, mail-in vote. Yes, people just didn't want to be around crowds. And this didn't just get invented. There are some states that largely use mail-in vote. And by the way, the president of the United States Used does that. Used to do that. mail-in voting. Yeah. So, you know, what about people who work in, in the medical, you know, in hospitals? They have 12-hour shifts. Maybe they can't get to vote. So let's not be so arrogant about that because just because well the mail-in votes that's kind of what's killing trump right now so why don't you say that because that's where that came from yeah and and i just it's these continuous ignorantly fed thoughts by unfortunately the president because he's feeding it that's a problem and i will not disagree with that statement it is the mail-in votes that may be killing trump because they're largely democratic for whatever the reason I don't know what well, the reason is. But but do think about it, because what he did leading up to this election was, what remember the mailboxes were being removed? <laughs> yeah. He was already telling people, his people, yeah. no mail-in. He felt that was going to be, I don't know exactly why he felt his people wouldn't. And the, the mail-in concept started to really slide to, well, this is what the Democrats are going to do. And the Republicans, they're going to appear in person to vote. I don't know why he wanted that or why he created that. 
let me remind you, you're listening to oh, Middle Age Warriors. Oh, by the way, where are we? I forgot. <laughs> yes. Uh, Middle Age Warriors on the Believe Podcast Network. And Well, you know, we're sitting here in front of the TV, which you can't hear right now, still waiting for numbers to come in. Yeah. Uh, I'm like hope- you are. And I'm hoping when this, I'm, I'm, we're going to try to do a really quick turnaround on this show and get it out there so it's fairly timely. I hope it's not, you know, going to be <laughs> really old news. <laughs> yeah, what's, what's, the, uh, what's the term uh, when things uh, can live forever? Evergreen. Evergreen, yeah, yeah. This could be an evergreen show if they yeah. continue counting into December. So getting to that, by the way, so I did a little, you know, I started to do a little research. People talk about the Electoral College and, you know, how did that come about? What does it represent? So apparently it represents... Uh, it's the number of state representatives and senators each state has, mm-hmm. has a vote. Right. They vote based on what the masses in that state, you know, voted for. They, they then have to make their vote for that candidate. Now, they do have apparently the ability to change their vote or bring in a different representative and vote differently than how the people of the state voted. So I've been hearing that. And then I heard somebody last night say... Well, they can do that if they file for it before the election. Once election day happens, apparently you they can't flip their electoral votes. So now I'm like, what? <laughs> so it's you know it's you know, a safeguard system, but it's you crazy. and I are we're pretty bright and educated. No, not no, so that. young man. Maybe one of us is. <laughs> but I have to tell you, I mean. There is so much of our political system that still remains a mystery to me because I've never really taken the time to dissect mm. and digest and understand it. And I, and it's embarrassing for me to say that, but it's also true for a lot of people our age, mm-hmm. older. And uh, and it's also true for probably the leader of the country right now. Oh, I don't think there's any question. You know, and, 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 you know, and I'm not saying that even in a derogatory way, so to speak, but you know, we are really not. You're absolutely right. We don't take the time. We're not educated in school with all of these types of details to understand how this system really works. And now, if you really do think about it, to what you had said at the beginning, our forefathers have done a wonderful job. And while this is very slow, it's a, it's it's still a great process. And we should be very proud of this. And, and in turn, I think that they said this was the largest turnout in 120 years. Of, of voter. Yeah, uh, voter yeah. turnout. And that's, yeah. that's, that, that speaks to where that. we are. I'm proud of that, yeah. I think that's 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 the point of this country, the freedom to, you know, have the opinion, the freedom to be able to vote. But now we've got to deal with the other issues. Uh, you, you had brought something up from from the standpoint of middle aged warriors and friends that we have. Right. That educated people, professionals, Trump supporters. Why? Is was the question I guess you thought, right? Well, yeah, and it's uh, I really I have to give uh, my wife a lot of credit for this because I'm not so sure I had the ability to think of it myself because I've been so focused on the narrow. Mm. Um, but ultimately, if it were one issue that made you want to vote for Biden or one issue that made you want to vote for the GOP, that could be enough for you to say, I don't care about the other stuff. Mm-hmm. And for those one-issue people, and it may be right to life, it may be Israel, it may be the stock market, your 401k, Right. that may very well be enough for people who support Donald Trump to say, I want him for another four years. Mm-hmm. And one of the problems that I have, that we have, are people on the other side of that ledger who then say, 
how could people be so stupid? Because it's not that they're stupid. They're single-issue voters, and mm-hmm. that's okay. And the other stuff doesn't, doesn't affect them. It's like our gay friends are, are terrified at the idea that Trump's going to be around for another four mm-hmm. years. But if you're not gay and you're not in a gay marriage and you don't, it, this is not something that impacts your life, by design, yeah, it would be great if we all kind of got under one umbrella and hugged each other, but that's not the reality. And so it's made me somewhat calmer. Also, watching the numbers kind of shift in the last couple of days since election has made me a little bit calmer. Mm. But uh, you know what? I say to you, Chris Amino, go back to 1986. Oh, God. <laughs> game, Can we? Please? Game six uh-huh. of the 1986 World Series. Mm-hmm. Two outs. Bottom of the ninth. Yep. You Nobody wanna... on, and then we're down by two. Yep. That's it, man. <clears throat> and, and again... Miracles do happen, but you have to be patient for them. Um, and as sports fans and the teams we root for, certainly that's the case. <laughs> but but to go back to the you know the political side of it, yes, you're right. There are, there are people who are voting and have voted on one specific thing that's very important to them. It, like you said, the economics or something like and that. And I want to say that does not make them stupid. No, not at all. And I would like to pull that, that word off the table mm-hmm. because they are not stupid. This is what matters to them. And as Americans, we all have the right to think for ourselves. That's right. part of the beauty of where we live. Well, the but the other side of this is to weight the scale. So let's pile those things. Let's let's say you all fall into the uh, right to life. Uh, boy, that looks like the stock market's great. It must be Trump. Which, by the way, that's not totally true either. Right. Uh, he supports Israel. Uh, you are somebody who is, feels very strong about that. But now, on the other side of the scale is the divisiveness that his rhetoric in the last four years has created in this country. Right. You know, it's not, you can't deny that. You, you, this is not a time where you can report things that never happened. I was, somebody I was listening to the other day, and she was talking about how, you know, back in the day, there was different types of press. That's all they had. Like, this was during the Lincoln presidential election. I'm going way back, right? So Lincoln was appearing somewhere. And some newspaper decided to put out a story. Lincoln was at this, you know, rally or collection of people and supporters, and he just collapsed. And he had, he's sick. He's dying. And, and they printed this thing. But the reality was everybody that was there knew that that didn't happen. It was a lie. But it's been going on. The lying has been going on for years. But now... You can't do it. It's, you know, there's, there's tape on every... You, you, they're rolling on you. There's sound. It, it's never ending. And this thing that he creates of basically a new truth. The only truth is his truth. Right. And that's not the truth sometimes. The truth is the thing that really is the thing that's going on and happening. And he ignores that. I think the thing that really sets me off is Donald Trump's arrogance. And that's what has bothered me long before he was a politician. No, I was going to say, that's nothing new, by the way. Right. So, yeah. And uh, his arrogance and the fact that he came out on election night and then his speech at the White House last night, well, we've already won this and this, this well, is we'll all a waste of time. Waste it's wasting people's time. I won. Fair and square. It's just, you know. And, and again, that's where I have a problem that you can't see beyond that and those other issues. And it's... He only, almost from day one, speaks in terms of us and them, which, by the way, the them 
is part of us, which is the United States. Right. He has completely created the divided states. That is not healthy. And if any Republican and people who stand behind him think that that's a healthy prospect moving forward, then they are stupid and they are missing the point. That's what pisses me off. Because the fact is, look, there's there's definitely left side that I don't agree with either. They push too much the other way. Right. To, what, we have the freedom to agree or disagree. But they don't, to me, I still don't feel that the left creates such a divisiveness. You know, even Biden now, when he goes out, he talks about... I want to sort of heal everybody here. I, I we like don't have when, to agree. I like when he says, not Republican, not Democrat. I right. want to be an American Amer- president. I exactly. want to be a president for the people. Have you heard him? Have you heard our current president ever say those words? No. no. But more no. than that, you don't feel it. Well, it wouldn't you, matter. Yeah. yeah but, but because, well, that, to that point, I, give, I, I will say Trump has been Trump the entire time. He's, yeah. he's not really deviated. Right. I thought personally, when he first got elected... Well, maybe he'll become a little more, you know, Humble. political, so to speak. Right. Be a politician. You know, that went out the window very, very quickly. And even yesterday, when there was the before he went out and spoke, the insiders were saying things like, "Well, he hasn't he hasn't been seen in public in like forty eight hours." And he's his, in the bunker. Well, the no, but the people were saying like, "Well, his people were were kind of sitting on him and saying, Sir, we don't think." You know, in the mood you're in right now, you should go out there. <laughs> and it's sort of like, you know, you send your, your kid to the room. You go in your room, and you don't come out until you're ready to say you're sorry and make nice with everybody. You know, it's like, it's this a, is... It's a timeout. <laughs> yes, this is what we're doing with it. It's it's insane. So, yes, you could give me all the BS, the economics, your 401k plan, blah, blah. I don't think the Democrats are going to destroy that. I don't think the Democrats are out to ruin the country. These are Americans like everybody else. You may not agree entirely with their principles, but I, this this guy has taken simple speak and really been able to master getting a large amount of people to follow. I mean, that's simply what it is. What do you think it's going to take to heal? could take a generation at this point because I, the contamination that's happened here, and I'm not sure we're through with this. I'm, I'm really not sure because he also, we're going to get into a much deeper thing here but he also revealed a lot about the sub thinking of this country that's right. been going on for a long long time right. prejudice racism all sorts of things Hatred, like that yeah hatred, hatred is everywhere yeah. yeah so you know i i was with a friend a while back and he said you know let's be honest chris when we were younger there was we knew they were prejudiced people but you sort of kept it like you went in your house and you you spoke amongst yourselves if you wanted to that way. That was your, but it was not acceptable to go out into the world and society and speak or act that way. Well, that and now it's twofold. I guess that's okay, but that still doesn't get to the root of the problem. And what I guess in some way Trump has revealed, we've got a lot of racist people in this country. We're a very divided country, and he yeah. did expose that. Now what do we do with it? What do we do with that? The divided states of America. Yeah, you know, but physically we can't. You know, you look at other other countries have had issues. This is still a baby as a country. I know. And other countries have had civil wars. And other countries, and we've had ours, you know, once already. I'm not saying that it's going to happen, but there's a, just really a loss of pride about being an American, being part of the United States. And he effed it up. I'm sorry. Yeah. He really drove that stake it to the ground to divide us. That's what he did. I'm sorry. And prove me wrong. I want somebody out there, feel free to prove me wrong, but I'm sorry. I have to tell you, uh, on election day, or maybe it was Monday, the day before election day, driving through Manhattan, and 
in the sense of total disclosure, Chris and I are both here in New York. We live in a very liberal area, mm. um, but that doesn't color our political views. I think I don't know, like those liberals. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but I have to tell you that driving through Manhattan on Monday afternoon and mm. evening and seeing all the store windows boarded, boarded up, Rockefeller Center, where you used to work. Mm-hmm. Oh, with uh, the armed guards standing outside uh, Saks Fifth Avenue. Um, I, I just, I felt very, very sad that this is where we are in this time in history. And I think about Ruth, Gator, Ruth Bader Ginsburg spinning in her grave, mm-hmm. you know. Oh, oh yeah, I mean, so, so many of, of, of great people that did so much for this country and built the system to be as successful as it's been and something that we we're always so prideful about, you know, we're, we're the only country really that's ever had maybe up until now, a peaceful transition of, of power, of right. leadership. It's always, it's always, always, always been the case, no matter what. And this is one of the first times we might be looking, you know, down the barrel of something, maybe not quite like that, but it's, it's just sad in terms of the divisiveness. And then, you know, we were talking a little bit before we may as well, we'll bring this up too, is I don't, understand when it happened and i don't you know left right by the way i'm an independent i'm a registered as am i right so i I was a registered democrat for life really and only this year when i re-registered to vote in a new new i've been been everything i've been a registered uh democrat republican independent uh and a uh uh, a liberal i think they had a liberal party briefly when i was in college you you cover a lot of bases (laughs) and i decided they're all full of so uh now i'm just independent because again, I don't understand why, you know, we can't vote on on different issues and separate. There's like this attachment. If I if I agree with this, then I have to agree with all the other crap. No, and you you should be able to push back on whoever it is you're voting for, to say, well, let's rethink this a little bit or rethink that issue a little bit. We all have different opinions. That's the beauty of this country to allow your voice to be heard, but. When I look at the news media, oh, here he goes. No, <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know, I know from the local news standpoint, you can't voice an opinion after a story, right? You, you can't go, well, yeah, well, Biden's full of crap on or, that one, right? Or, what do you think, Barbara? <laughs> here's some really good news. Yeah, yeah. but but it's just, um, but yet something happened on the MSNBCs and the Foxes and the CNBCs uh, of, of of the world and. I don't understand how they're able to become pretty much opinionated voices. They're they're like hosts of things, and it's kind of it's it's a very it's a very misleading, but it's very powerful, and it, it really takes a lot of people in a direction, and they just accept what they're saying as the truth. I'm scared about the fallout. Either way, sure. Um, I understand the right to protest, and we've seen it in New York City the past couple of nights. It's been relatively low-key, which is reassuring, but mm-hmm. you know, there are a couple of flare-ups here and there. But I do worry about the extreme, the extremists, mm-hmm. um, the, the neo-Nazis and uh, the people who, who uh, are, quote-unquote, on the other side, but there are also good people there. Yeah. <laughs> they may be good people. They may have nice pets. But they don't, by well, any way, shape, or form, reflect my vision of what a fair, safe, and friendly America is. And again, in terms of protest, 
And this goes for both sides, because I, I, I should clarify that I'm not just ganging up on anybody who protests for the right, but there was a lot of ugliness and horrible behavior from the other side. I, I was not a big fan of, I mean, when you start destroying property, game over. You, you're breaking the law. I don't care what you. I don't care I what the reason behind it is. You're setting fire to things, flipping over police cars. The nonsense that went on towards police, and this is one of the things that I do disagree a little bit. I, I think it got too carried away on the other side. We need police. We need them. They protect us for the most part. Yeah. There are there are shitty bad ones. Absolutely. And guess what? There are bad priests. And there doctors. are bad scout leaders. There are bad doctors. There are and bad psychologists. lawyers. Psychologists. Right. So, you know, again, you don't punish an entire group of people that do a lot of good socially for us and also protect us and go to that extreme. And to push back in such a way saying defund them. Well, I don't even know what that means, defund them. Oh, great. Yeah. So let's just have anarchy and free reign in the streets. That'll work, right? I mean, I don't understand where that came How from. How about if we refund them? Yeah, well, you know. But my point is, again, I, why can I see that, meaning that People on the right, you know, just go all in one direction and can't separate the, the two issues. And then people on the left couldn't separate, you know, the, the BLM issue from violent protest. There's a difference. You, there should not be violent protest. End of story. I don't care who it is, either side. And now, somebody was saying the other day, you talked about everything being boarded up now. And which I, I saw just actually uh, last night. And... It's very, it's just really, really depressing and disheartening. Yeah. But who is it for? Is it fear of protests from the the Democratic side, or is it fear of protests from the Trump side? I don't even know what <laughs> what's going on now. Or is it just people who want to jump on the bandwagon and break windows and rob stores? Well, see, there's a lot of that going on. Right. I think a lot of it became let's just use this as an excuse to do what what we're doing. Right. By the way, we should say we we have one eye on the on the TV as we're watching this, and at this point, Biden has taken the lead over Trump in Pennsylvania, uh, but it's by a tenth of a percentage point. So. I but, don't know if we're going to have a clear-cut anything for a while. Mookie Wilson's just coming up to bat, so we don't really he just, know. Yeah, he just fouled <laughs> off a couple of balls, and who knows. But uh, By know. the way, I did want to acknowledge uh, you're listening to Middle-Aged Warriors. Uh, it's Chris and Rick in our usual uh, positions, and this is kind of on the fly. I like that, on yeah. the fly, just well, kind of winging it, because well, that's yeah. kind of where we all are right now. It's uh, It's... Since Tuesday, this is now Friday, we should say, Friday afternoon, and it just feels like one, it's like a blur. It's election, day. it's election week. And it may go on more, it's, it's, it's more than likely going to go on further. But you know what, else. I got to tell you, because you voted early, mm -hmm. I voted early in person, and I think this is the way that it will go in the future. I think mm -hmm. that the idea of one election day where everybody has to get in line, um, Technically, it seems to me that we have a way that you should be able to vote safely on your iPhone or on your laptop at home, that this is antiquated and that it will change. Interesting point, because that's something I've been, I've been really going over my head the last couple of days. You can walk through the streets of New York City and you can see a homeless guy with a cell phone. With yeah. a cell phone, a homeless guy. So that, that's where we are at this point technologically in this world as a society. You're going to tell me we do this thing once a year for a president, once every four years, 
we can't create a system, a nationwide system that's consistent, safe, and solid, like you just said, via phone, via computer. I, I don't understand. Like, put an X, punch it out, <laughs> fill the circle, flip the switch. What the hell? In Hang, every state, it's different. Every hanging state. chads. That's what my point is. It, this is It's so antiquated and that every state is different. And to that, this was the funny thing I also heard. You know, they're complaining in Pennsylvania, uh, the Trump side, how... Oh, why is it taking so long? They shouldn't be, it shouldn't take this long for the, all this to happen. But they were the ones, the Republicans were the ones that said to Pennsylvania, you cannot start counting any of the, you cannot start counting any of the mail-ins until the election, election is, yeah, over. is over. Right. So well, what do you think is going to happen now? Yeah. And now you're complaining it's taking too long? The, the whole thing. Then, they, then they went around with the lie and other people, I don't even mention names, in, in, in Philadelphia saying how they weren't letting the Republican overseers to see the counting process. And I'm thinking, they're saying that. Can I see the person who was locked? Can I hear that person who was locked out of getting in? Where is this? Where are these Republican counters who, who were locked out? Can they? Can I hear them? It seems to me we have enough news TV cameras on these people yeah. that we're seeing. You'd think you'd find one of them, right? How yeah. come I'm not hearing any of them? So then it turns out, well, what it really was, they were... They were 12 feet or 10 feet away as opposed to 6 feet away. I know. And the court said, you're kidding, right? And that was the end of that story. So it's, it's grasping at straws. It's embarrassing. It if is. there's legitimate fraud and mistakes made, absolutely that should be rectified. There should not be any side winning falsely or by, you know, uh, miscounts or anything like that. But, man, don't start making crap up. And that's, that's when it starts to get... Look at, the, look, look at what's going on, though. Does he really have a lot of people behind these accusations right now in his own party? Are they saying, yeah, you're no, right? No, no. I mean, it's interesting to see some of the Republicans kind of stepping up uh, their game at this point and saying they're even somewhat embarrassed well, or ashamed. <laughs> yeah, because their political futures are in the in, in, in the crapper. In this, yeah. yeah, if they if they follow through with this, but no. But amazingly, I mean, it, to see how the Republican Senate did in this this election this week seems to be legitimate and a, and mm. a marker um and you know we're all trying to make a, a better safer justified place to live and it nobody is trying to make america bad well that's that's the point but that's what he has created selling to the other side is that democrats liberals they're we're bad people you're these are not Bad. Pe- there are bad people on both sides. Clearly, in terms of whatever wow. you want to measure as bad people. Right. But being being a Democrat doesn't make you bad. But he has created this scenario, and it's dangerous, and it's not healthy. And yeah, I want to hear a president stand up there and go, "We, it's time we reach across the aisle to each other a little bit and really listen to each other and listen to what we're saying and try to find a little more middle ground. You may never find complete middle ground for everyone, but more middle ground. He just kept digging the, the trench deeper and deeper of division. Right. And this is not healthy. This is not the United States of America. I'm sorry. It just isn't. It's the divided states of America. Yeah, with that, uh, we're waiting on a guest. So um, we're, we're going to take we're gonna take a break, and then we'll, we'll introduce our guest, uh, hopefully, in a little bit. Yeah, I mean, this is challenging everybody at this point. So uh, as, as we move forward, we should point out the timing of this show and when you might be listening to it obviously things are still evolving as we speak absolutely uh, looks like 
probably Georgia will go to a requested recount because it's too close to call. Nevada at this point was still close to call, but Pennsylvania was the state actually that looks like Biden is on track to the presidency if he takes that. So when you're listening to this, we may, I'll put it in air quotes that you can't see, we may have a new president of the yeah. United States, or we may not, because this is going to go on for a while. I have a feeling, Rick, our next podcast, we're going to be talking about now all of the things that are in court, the things that are being recounted, because we know if Donald Trump does not win, he's you not know, going away easily. Everybody was complaining about COVID fatigue, pandemic fatigue. Yep. Election fatigue. Well, and again, I, I really think, I won't say we're at the tip of the iceberg with this, but um, this is just not somebody that's going to go easily if it does go that way. And that and that's the bottom line. That's what it comes down to. But By the way, if you've stuck with us for the past 25 minutes of uh, Chris and I just waxing on our thoughts, philosophies, and observations, please do feel free to uh, shoot us an email. We, we welcome and really enjoy your participation. So if you want to send us an email. Yeah, we want to hear from you. It's uh, Middle Age Warriors, one kind of word there, Middle Age Warriors at gmail.com or Middle Age Warriors at yahoo.com. How about that? And you can also, wherever you see our uh, podcast posted at Believe or on our social media pages, you want to leave a note there. You want to say, we don't like what you just said, Chris or Rick. That's fine, too, um, as long as you state your case. <laughs> yeah, if you don't like it, Chris said it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If you like it, I said no, it. No, I mean, we're, we're certainly open-minded, and, and, we're, and we're willing to talk. Absolutely. You know, and it's just it's just a matter of a little common sense. And, you know, we were talking about it. I'd be remiss because there's a very consistent listener we have on our podcast, Rick, and that's Mommy, my mom, Rose. <laughs> Hi, Mom. Uh, but to point out, we said before, the largest turnout for a presidential election in 120 years, yeah, my mom voted at 86 years old for the first time oh in her goodness. life. Oh my goodness, really? Yeah, she was always kind of, uh, let's just say, either indifferent or oblivious to politics and things that were going on while she was raising her three kids and never really got into it. But I think the intensity and the, of the divisiveness that's been created drew attention to, hey, wait a minute, I've, I've, got, a, I've got a voice here. That speaks volumes. It yeah. really does. It really does. And by the way, I should mention, uh, there is a one, we have a couple of friends who are in the restaurant business. We have uh, Daniele, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. Maria Loy, a friend of mine at Loy's Greek restaurant. And the other day we were out. Oh, I'm sorry. No, but we were outside yeah. uh, having lunch and this... Uh, Slightly, slightly elderly woman came by. Oh, right. Remember that? I do. And she wanted to look for, she, she needed a bank to get to for a money exchange or something. Uh, we knew she was on a bit in her years. Well, it turns out she's 100 years old. Yeah. And she went to vote. And they, uh, have, it, they have a video of it. Alex, yeah, Alex uh, took her to vote. Uh, they asked her, her first, who was your first president that you voted for? And it was FDR. Oh, my goodness. Isn't that incredible? That is great. But 100 years old, she still wanted her voice to be heard. And that's what all of this is about. That's why every one of these votes is, is being counted. And hopefully there's no indication of there being fraud or anything like that. You know, and, and I, I honestly, I credit the local New York TV news, of which you are a former member of, uh, for really covering uh, some of the great stories of people like your mom or like this woman getting out and voting after either never have voting mm -hmm. or have had 
their votes counted since FDR. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> but, you know, it speaks volumes to the importance of all of this. So maybe, as we said earlier, there seemingly is an ugliness that was brought to the top because of some of the things that were stated uh, by the various uh, politicians in this whole campaign. Maybe it also is bringing some light. So maybe first there's ugly and then there'll be light and we'll figure out how to work uh, with the ugly and maybe start to start to heal because we really have a big open gaping wound right now. And on the heels of this, as you said, you know, kind of took a back seat. We've got a pandemic still going on, and yeah. it's still rearing its ugly head, and it may get a little worse again before it gets better. So we've got a lot to deal with, and we should stop beating up on each other, no matter yeah. what. Like I said, and I have said this before, once we realize looking into space at night mm-hmm. that somebody's looking at us and that we're not alone, all of a sudden, it's not going to matter whether you're a Republican, right. a Democrat, right. Nigerian, Well, yeah, I Algerian... Mean, <laughs> As Bob Marley said, let's get together and feel all right. And yeah, that's we need a good to, idea. We need to start doing that. Let's but, end on that. Note. Let's leave it with that. I'm sure we'll be back with more. Things are changing as we speak. Hang in there with us. Uh, and uh, hopefully some good will come out of this. And sunshine, sunshine always. <laughs> and be good, feel good. Thanks. Right. Hey, thanks for joining us again on Middle Age Warriors here on the Believe Podcast Network. Please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. Five stars would be really, really nice. Not that I'm trying to influence you or anything. Also, you can find us on Google Podcast, Stitcher, and Spotify. Middle-aged warriors, your mileage may vary. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.